to the Soul Pepper podcast. In this series, the artists, both on stage and off, who help put together the plays and concerts you'll see here at the Young Center for the Performing Arts, take us behind the scenes in conversation. In this episode, we discover something of the inner workings of Orlando, adapted from the novel by Virginia Woolf by playwright Sarah Rule, which takes to the stage July 6th. In our conversation, director Katrina Darachuk and actor Sarah Affel, who plays Orlando, discuss some of the challenges of bringing this very gender and time complex work to the stage. Katrina Darachuk sets the scene for us. The story of Orlando is, uh, we start with a 16-year-old boy in Elizabethan England who wants to be a poet and who is figuring out life for himself of what that means to be an artist and to grow up. And then we travel magically over 400 years and end the play in 1927, where Orlando is now a 36-year-old woman. Some themes that are at play, I think, uh, are discovering oneself, the many selves that we have. Everybody ha- everybody's composed of more than one aspect and uh, we're, they're all needed and they're all needed at different points. So calling on those different aspects of oneself I think is a theme. Um, what it means to be a man, what it means to be a woman and the constructs around that, the societal constructs around that and, uh, and sort of like the pressures that we put on ourselves to be certain aspects of those genders. The way it's written is that this is just, just, this just is, this was a boy who one day was a woman, but is still the same person, still loved, still didn't, it didn't change anything. The only thing that it changed was the external parts but the soul, the insert, inside, the personality was the same. Uh, I was gripped by the story because of the fantastical of it and the fantastical not necessarily being that someone can change sex and gender can play out in different realms. I think that's something that now we are developing a language for and more and more people um, are exploring that truth of them, but also just what time means to us mm. and how we define time and our personal sense of time, a social sense of time. Um, do we have the ability to play with time within our lives and not go by um, a usual 24-hour day or a 365-day year mm. <laughs> or a lifespan? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. On the surface, what I was really intrigued by what it would be like to be a man and a woman in a play. And um, that's at the very surface because really what it's turning out to be is finding, finding the center of who a person is and then bumping up against the walls of what uh, you're asked to be by the outside world. So that was what I was, in go- coming into it, I was really excited to go, oh yeah, I get to be a dude for a while and then I get to be a woman for a while and we get to play both sides. But it's, it's trickier than that. And, uh, and, uh, and I also do, I am finding it tricky to also understand um, the, that men do come up against certain walls that I hadn't thought about. So I'm having to reconcile with myself 
a lot about my preconceived notions. Um, I think Sarah Rule makes Wolf's Orlando work for the stage because what Orlando is asking throughout every time, at every age, as a man, as a woman, um, in the many layers of as a man, as a woman, and that is of how does one truth transcend time and transcend place, transcend culture. Um, and so with that being kind of the golden nugget at the core of it, what we found is that you can say whatever time it is, you can describe things in intricate detail as long as you're present with it. As long as you are with the audience of the audience, then we're there with you. And that's the magic of being theatrical and being a play, I think, is not to get bogged down in what we think, uh, what detail is necessary, but if you're in the core of that question constantly, mm -hmm. um, it's dramatic and watchable and palpable. I think Rule also is, she has this phenomenal way of creating worlds and environments very quickly, evoking it poetically. And uh, she knows how to take Wolf's extravagance mm -hmm. <laughs> and her, you know, two-page sentences <laughs> and find the heart of that. And what is that like in an actor? And sometimes um, it's as simple as Orlando often says, I'm dead. And we're starting to define and sift in that of, if that's a depression, if that's a joke, mm -hmm. of this reoccurring theme throughout. But um, instead of having to talk about it and talk about it, what's it like to see the, the body on stage in that precise moment? I chose Orlando as the capstone piece of my time at the Soul Pepper Academy because I wanted to delve into a, a quote classic. And Orlando, uh, as a novel, is considered a classic of, of feminist canon, of Wolf in that period of time she was writing. And I wanted also to really investigate the tension of it being 110 years ago when the play was written and when the story ends, but it feels too close. A lot of what's happening there for Orlando as a woman is very um, potent and alive for me as an artist and as a woman in 2018. So I wanted to take that on uh, as an artist at Soul Pepper and offer it to the audience here. And ultimately for me, there was such a sense of joy in the piece and I wanted to put something on stage in this moment that could evoke that for everyone. Not just a mystery and a question, but a celebration as well. Orlando is written as a, uh, a very, very long love letter to um, Vita Sackville-West. But it's not only that, for sure it's not only that, and, and be, it's, it's not only that because she touches on gender, she touches on self, soul, nature, love, loss, depression. So these are, things, these are human things, these aren't only things that you encounter in a, in, in a, in a love letter, and even in, in itself, what, what is a love letter? In, in what she's written in, her, in this fake biography, it really is an exploration of a human being who was very complex and confined 
and was attempting to free oneself. And so she's examining in this one person sort of um, a, a microcosm of what it means to be uh, a human being with multiple facets. In Framing Orlando is a love letter, and it, it is often noted as that. Um, I think we get caught up in a romanticized version of a love letter, and that being the easy, positive, uh, yummy mar moments of loving another. And I think what Virginia offers in that is she speaks to Vita Sackville West, her, her lover's um, uh, darker moments, and and strange facts of her family and questions and sh shameful moments and the, uh, the secrets of another that you, you learn to love, even though they might not be the most lovable aspects of another. So when I hear a love letter, I think it's, it's a tribute and an ode and done with grace and humor. But if anything, it, um, it acknowledges the very complicated and complex nature of understanding another human being and uh, choosing to love them regardless of all of these uh, different elements and layers that are of their nature. I guess what we're championing for is uh, a person is a person is a person. And that should be allowed. Now we have such an evolved language of um, non-gender conformity within the LGBTQ community, of people choosing their own pronouns, of being able to take that ownership of that identity. Um, and within that, though, we've noticed that we want to label, right? We now want to own those uh, senses of being. And I think something that Wolf still brings to the conversation today is some things are undefinable and for us to explore that quality within ourselves fully and we can call ourselves whatever we like and should be allowed to do that, but there is still a, a mystery of humanity and how we love, how we want to love, how we want to express that. We've been listening to Sarah Affle and Katrina Darachuk in conversation discussing Orlando on stage in the Michael Young Theatre at the Young Centre for the Performing Arts. The Soul Pepper podcast is produced and edited by Gregory J. Sinclair, Soul Pepper's Wernham West Director of Audio Programs. It was recorded by Daniel Malavese and Jason Carlos. Audio programming at Soul Pepper is generously supported by Richard Wernham and Julia West. For more information about everything we're doing here at the Young Center, please visit soulpepper.ca. I'm Mimi Warshaw. Mm -hmm.